In the aftermath of World War II, the world's remaining superpowers delve deep into the human potential movement in a 60-year campaign to create real-life super soldiers. America's quest combined a shady mixture of drugs, secret technology, and even Nazi science. Like so many conspiracies, the true story turns out to be stranger and scarier than comic book fiction. The Conspiracy Beer Me Boys, Shane and Justin, are joined by Hummies VR comedy star Mark Brady as they wander through the strangest of tales. Join us for a live worldwide event on Thursday, March 2nd at 8 p.m. Get tickets at moment.co slash cbm. Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin. I'm Shane. And I'm Steve. <laughs> Was I supposed to wait? <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. Oh, yeah, we didn't tell you that. <laughs> you are listening to the... I love it, though. You're listening to the podcast. It's making conspiracies fun again. Yeah. Today, to sleep or not to sleep. Oh. That's the question. I prefer uh, sleep. Well, hold your horses. Okay. So we're going to talk about the surprising uh, connection between uh, sleep and mm. paranormal experiences. Ooh, all right. Exciting. So, new study just came out. So... Uh, so we're we're here. We're doing it. Uh, we're we're doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, if you're not fine. on the the Patreon, this is the time to join because we have a, a new ten thousand dollar a month level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Feel Whoa. free. It's, uh, uh, it's open to anybody. There's no limit. You can. There's more than one. Yeah. 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 Don't feel like you want to. Uh, so uh, we'd appreciate yeah. some of those. But we've got some. Uh, we have a moment coming up soon. Yeah. Live uh, event with moment. Uh, we'll announce that very soon. Uh, we uh, we have uh, some really cool stuff coming. Uh, yeah, and, uh, it's a good time to join the Patreon if you're not. We're also going to be moving all the back episodes to Patreon or Spotify Premium. Premium, so, um, so get the listens in while you yep. can, or just join. Again, it's five dollars a month. You get four extra episodes, and typically what we do on Patreon is four of the same types of episodes. But we decided, why are we doing that? Why so don't we give you guys new shit? We yeah, we're giving you yeah. We've got a lifetime. Series, we yeah, see, mysteries couple, of the unknown. Thirty-three books we're gonna go through. Bring you some stuff from that. Yeah, we have a uh, a serial killer series mm-hmm. coming that's ideal for a road trip if you want to binge. Yeah. And uh, then we're going to the cryptozoology museum. We're going to a museum that's the the only cryptozoology museum in the southeast. Nice. Oh. Is it zo? It's zoology. Zoology. I think. I well, think. whatever. Suzo. Yeah, that's it. So that's a lot coming up. And uh, there was one other thing that I totally forgot about, mm. but that's cool. Oh, we have a new beer sponsor. Oh, that's what, what that's yeah. what it was. When Dry January is over, we're going to announce our new beer sponsor. Yes, yeah, so official exciting. beer of really this is actual super, beer. Super excited. Yeah. On that note, it's a great time to bring in our guest. I agree. Uh, he is a stand-up comedian who's pretty much done everything you can do in stand-up comedy. I think. Oh, I don't know about that, but but he <laughs> uh, 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 was a has been a comic and he started in uh, Minneapolis, lived in L.A. and Denver, and now is. Uh, relocating to the Raleigh area, we hope. Uh, please welcome Steve, Steve Gillespie. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. I like how you said that anybody can be a $10,000 <laughs> yeah, Patreon. Yeah. Anybody that has $10,000. Absolutely, yeah. If you don't have it, you <laughs> can't be. Is that, is that per month or is that like a one? I don't know. Uh, either I don't or. Know. Is, I that don't either, know. is it either or? I would say, I would, if you want to do monthly, 10. That's great. <laughs> Somebody uh, was like, I'll do 10,000. And we're like, per month? And they're like, no, uh, just one time. We're like, no. No, no thanks. $10,000 a month, I would hope that you get to meet Bigfoot. 
Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would be well. Yeah. This is inspired by Shane Moss because he's got a ten thousand dollar level, and someone I actually thought he has a one thousand dollar. No, he had ten thousand, and two people bought it. No, yeah, that's what he they, said. They, yeah, they had a they had a special yurt at his festival. Phase. That's a no. That's a one thousand. Oh you sure? man, we I'm almost positive. Well, we're shooting for the stars. Yeah, then. shoot for the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, somebody's got it. You know, yeah, I could Ky- be wrong. Kyrie Irving, no, no, since thousand makes way more sense, but. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. I know. Good. For I him. mean, that's a good day. Yeah, at yeah. least uh, one day. Tax man. <laughs> Jeez, now I think about it. Uh, <laughs> no, well, welcome uh, to the the studio here, the Conspiracy Bear Me headquarters, and we're glad to have you. Welcome to Raleigh. I know that Thanks, you're guys. you're not officially here yet, but you are. Uh, I got like a toe in. Toe in. Nice. I got a toe in. You know, I got a lady here, that, and that'll that'll bring you that'll bring you around. That's for yeah, sure. for sure. So. It, it does. Yeah. yeah, and she she's working over at the uh, Lakeside Retreats where Shane Moss, who our, our fans know very well because he held the Mind Over Matter mm-hmm. fest there. Mm-hmm. That's where we met. Yep, and, and we'll be back. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, and the next one, I hope it won't be a washout. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. Did you guys get washed out? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, our, we didn't have our, our pod, our live pod. Cause that got sounds like out. a conspiracy to me. I yeah, know, right? Keep yeah. you guys out of there. That's the, yeah. that's the crazy <laughs> thing about Raleigh that time of year is it's either – Beautiful weather, mm-hmm. like like seventy five to eighty. So like still warm enough to want to swim, but it's cool enough at night. Or yeah. it's a hurt. I mean, it's a hurricane. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. So you're just like, yeah. And we just had that one day, that one day in the festival. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of it was great. Yeah, yeah. weather wise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh how are you sleeping these days, man? Um, you know, it's always been an up and down thing for me. Um, I stopped taking Xanax um to sleep uh because i left my bottle of xanax um in phoenix arizona uh <laughs> sounds like a theme of country song yeah yeah <laughs> it's a good country song and and uh i got that bottle of xanax in mexico so um oh, I, yeah. I, I don't have a prescription for it so that that was like my go-to i don't know anyone that has a prescription for xanax you don't think anyone does? I don't know anybody that. Does. Everyone that I know that's on it, they all go to Mexico. <laughs> they all yeah, get it. Yeah. Yeah. My it's guy all, never asked some for my guy that just hooks them up with it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you find that guy, uh, and I was only using it maybe once in a while when I because I'm just like traveling so much. Yeah. It's probably like I need to sleep, so uh, I need a kill switch. But, <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, it's always been a struggle. I am interested in this this topic though, as far as like paranormal because. I have had some like weird things occur, but I've always like, oh, sleep paralysis. Or, oh yeah. yeah, you know. But then it's like, okay, well, what what is that? Right, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. Like, right. Which is it seems real in the moment. In the moment, yeah. and that's yeah. what triggered me looking at it. And then just as the way you know, fate works. Like this week, a new study came out on the very subject. But we had a guest on recently who had an experience he described it as as having an experience with an alien mm-hmm. we heard it and i think we were both like that just sounds like sleep paralysis yeah mm-hmm. yeah um which for those listening if somehow you don't know it's essentially what happens with sleep paralysis is you wake up during rem sleep mm-hmm. so rem sleep we really have two kinds of sleep restorative sleep and rem sleep REM is what again? It's rapid eye movement sleep, and it's called that because your brain actually ramps up during REM, and your eyes 
are moving back and forth. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. like you're downloading something from the internet. Like yeah, it's, yeah. sure. It and that's looks, when you that's when you typically dream. Yeah, yeah. That is when you dream and a lot of other kind of crazy stuff happens. Mm. When I say it's non uh, restorative is that like you need you need restorative sleep to live. Like if you don't get that sort of like rest you will die. Mm-hmm. You and can, people have died. There's been people have done video game competitions that stayed up forever and yeah, then they right. just die like at the end yes. of the competition because like, No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could you die. Will, you will literally die if you don't sleep because your body well, How needs long do they go? Oh, days, like 3 days. More. More. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. You could die from just being up for three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. I don't know about three. They're but... probably not drinking much either. Oh, yeah. They're probably dehydrated. They're probably, They're probably yeah. just focused. Out there. They haven't blinked Yeah, playing video games. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely done, like, you know, EDM festival where I didn't sleep oh, yeah. for... How, many, how long? <sighs> well, I had an experience in Vegas where I didn't sleep for about four days, and then I got on a plane, and then I... Um, Made that plane land. <laughs> oh, no, you did. So they could pull me off the plane. Holy oh shit! shit. Yeah. So there were uh, illicit substances involved with your brain. Yeah, that's probably what kept. You I alive. was pretty uh, messed up, and yeah, I belligerent and just throwing up all over the oh, plane, no. and just yeah, it was. It's a, my my whole second album. Not my whole. My the last fifteen <laughs> minutes of my second album is is dedicated to that story. Oh but wow, man, it's pretty great. Was I mean, it <laughs> was it pre cell phone or was it was it it would have been, yeah, no, cell phones were a thing, but it wouldn't, you know, it was before. Because I think, I think people's It instincts... would have been, like, before, like, social media was huge. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel Where, like, like now... everyone was videotaping yeah. everything, yeah. you know. Right. Um, it would have been, like, 2008, nine somewhere around in there. Okay. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they <laughs> landed the plane. The paramedics and cops came on the plane. They had a stretcher. And I saw that stretcher, and I told them, like, I don't know, I, I think I can walk off the plane. And the cop was like, yeah, when you get kicked off an airplane, we strap you to a bed. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then so they were optional. rolling me. So all the people by me knew that I was fucked up and just, you yeah. know, I had pissed all of them off. Oh, sure. But we were way back in the back of the plane. So as they were rolling me up the aisle... The people in the middle and the front of the plane, they just see. I mean, I, I'm a, I look very young, and mm-hmm. I'm way, you know, I was pretty young at that point. Um, they just see a kid basically that looks like he's dying, <laughs> you know, they just think he's a medical or something, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right. people started standing up and applauding. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> god. and then I just, I just like gave him one of these, yeah, yeah. just like a football Terminator. player. I just gave everybody a thumbs up, oh, that's wow. cool. just like shaking his head, <laughs> jeez, that's hilarious. yeah, anyway. So. Well, so then the. REM sleep. They've they've done studies where they like don't let you get into REM sleep, and they've done it for like essentially forever, mm-hmm. weeks, where they don't let somebody just to see what happens. To just them. to see what happens, and it, and it doesn't have any physical effects, at least from a medical. Yeah, and and let me say this real quick before you go into that. Like, if you smoke weed, you don't REM sleep, right? So really? so if you're a weed smoker, you probably don't have a lot of REM. That's why when you take a tolerance break or quit, you have crazy dreams. because yeah. you finally have those dreams again, right? Uh, but you can live without REM. It's not healthy because REM sure. sleep does help uh, clean it, your brain. There but. does, yeah, it does do some things that yeah. are important. Um, like we're not really going to talk about this, but REM sleep tends to ha- has some connection with memory and forming memories, which they think is why like pot users, yeah, I have no memory, don't remember a lot of stuff because it's like in that REM sleep, it's sometimes your long term memory, okay, sort so of it's sort like of restoring like, something, yeah, yeah. In there, there, yeah. So sleep paralysis is like when you wake up during that super active 
brain. And what's going on is like you're you're essentially paralyzed. You can't speak. You can't move your body. Mm-hmm. And people often see like full corporal figures like mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. hovering over them mm-hmm. or holding them down. Or yeah. Oftentimes a black guess. figure like the man in black. Yeah. Often he wears a hat. Yeah. yeah. My, mine, I had one. Uh, I had one recently too. Oh, wow. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like mine was just I woke up and pretty classic like someone standing over my bed. Pitch dark room. It was like a, uh, it was like this dormer that my parents had turned into a bedroom, um, like a guest room. So it didn't have any external windows. Mm-hmm. So it was really dark in there. Mm-hmm. And this thing was darker than the darkness. That's what I remember. Okay. And I started to scream and it just was like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's the worst part. You're like trying to talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, freaky. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah, yeah. So then you fall back asleep, or you come out of REM, and it and it sort of just goes away. Um, and I don't know if that's what yours was like. Yeah, I had one. It was like a dream. I was on a bus, and we were all going through this like creepy woods, and everybody on the bus knew that we were going to encounter something. Mm. We were all like excited about it. We all knew that it was like dangerous but we were in a bus so we thought it'd be fine well we come up to this thing and it's similar it wasn't like it wasn't like a like a human or like it had a form it was more like an energy and then it just start started sucking me and i could feel it like almost felt like my body was being pulled into this thing and i was fighting it and everyone was like in the dream was like holding me, but I would, I was still being pulled. Wow! And then I was trying, I was trying to make myself wake up. This was a literal yeah. succubus. Yeah, that's You're what it was. It was like a succubus, which I've yeah. heard other sleep paralysis sure. stories where it's yes. like that's it's like a demon yeah. trying to suck. That's yeah. right. You it, out it, somehow. Yeah, yeah. It, it's one of the most documented paranormal experiences. I don't know if it's you know is that considered paranormal? I, I don't know that. It, it it was considered paranormal for a long time because sure it was associated with hags and witches and, yeah, yeah but I mean it goes back hundreds I mean yeah, we yeah. have a medical report from I think 1664 oh wow where these these Dutch physicians like monitored this woman who kept having it and like and like you know then she would come out and describe this devil that lay upon her and then they could like they could watch her during REM sleep wake up mm-hmm. and like. Could see it happening to her. Yeah, see her happening. They couldn't see it, but they could see it happen. So, like, but you know, like, I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, it's the great thing about the medieval times is like you see some hag, and then you have a sleep paralysis episode, and you're like, that damn hag (laughs) sucked the demon, put the demon on me. Um, so yeah, like we have a lot of stories of how it was considered like this thing right yeah and if you go on reddit there's so many people have talked about this they so many people have this experience with sleep paralysis and seeing something Uh, yeah the one i see oftentimes tries to hug me and he tries to rip my rib flesh off and that always feels great when you can't move yeah interesting and it makes me think okay so like you mentioned like this download sort of concept Mm -hmm. that you're tapping rem you're like tapping in to I guess what you're saying, you're tapping into some sort of higher power, right? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yes. And it's feeding you something or you're like something. And, that, and that's sort of what 
the I mean, you guys could probably know more than than I do, but the, the way I understand it, it's sort of what's happening when your DMT is being released in your mm. brain. It, it it is, and is that is that happening during the REM period as well? It's n- well. Did I just say REM. 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 Yeah. REM. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know that it's the same chemical as. Is there a band REM? There is. What's going on in my brain right now? What is this word? All right. I think of it more as an upload versus a download. Yeah, that's because I think we're uploading our memories and things of the day to our consciousness in the cloud. Mm. So I'm thinking it's the opposite direction. So then that's maybe something to do with collective consciousness, where you're like pumping. You're like clearing out your cache of Mm -hmm. whatever, and you're pumping it into the. Yeah. 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 yeah, We know. We we know from science that the brain waves that are activated during REM sleep are peculiar just to REM sleep. Like they all, we don't have them any other time. Mm. Uh, and, uh, I think that what, what is key for science perspective is like, they don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Like they know what's going on with other types of sleep. When it comes to REM sleep, they're like, we can tell you what's, you know, sort of what the brain is doing. Like and physical. We can, yeah. yeah. But we don't really understand how it works pretty much at all mm-hmm. we just know that it happens right and and we know that it, you don't need it but it does do a lot of things that seem to be beneficial yeah like and so that's the kind of um and this is all sort of tied uh into hillary clinton yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is their emails. Yep. Uh, Pizza Gate. Yeah, Eventually, we're going to get there. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, <laughs> it's her fault. <laughs> it's this new study that I I mentioned that said uh, it's a, it's called the uh, the associations between paranormal belief and sleep variables. And uh, I'll just read you like the the, the quote of the okay. central kind of thesis. Uh, links between paranormal beliefs and other sleep variables were revealed. And for all associations, it was found that a higher level of paranormal belief was associated with a poor subjective sleep quality, hmm. even when controlling for age and gender and all other effects. So the less you sleep, the less quality sleep that you have, hmm. the more often you experience paranormal things, more often you believe in paranormal things and all sorts of stuff. And the more hmm. like quality sleep that you get, which includes REM sleep, mm-hmm. the less likely you are to believe those things. Now, that's not a causation. That's just the right. corollary. These two things are somehow correlated. Yeah, yeah. That that yeah. Interesting. So, could it be a fact that <laughs> um, something's happening in this REM period when you're getting this good sleep? That's like clearing out. You're like, ah, we're gonna. There's paranormal stuff, but we're oh, just yeah. gonna we're washing it out of there. Sure, for you, you know what I mean. You, you say wash, and that's actually interesting because they say that during REM sleep, spinal fluid washes up into your brain and clears the plaques from yeah. inside your brain and clears uh-huh. them out. So when uh-huh. you don't get REM sleep, you're actually more prone to Alzheimer's and things like that because your brain's not getting a car wash. So yeah, you're probably clearing out like mem- things that exist and you don't shouldn't know about. You shouldn't know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, and, and in fact, they've done these studies where, like, they wake people up during both, and when they wake people up during REM sleep, right, they recall completely, like, bizarre, hallucinogenic, emotional dreams, where non-REM sleep, people are like, yeah, I, I kind of had some just 
their dreams kind of about your day, you know, like a little thing. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And stuff yeah. Like that. M- much less vivid, less, much less emotionally laden, which I think is where like all of this pointed to me to the stuff I've been reading about like Buddhist. And even to this day, like Zen Buddhists, if you go to a Buddhist retreat in Tibet and wanted to learn how to like meditate to the point of enlightenment, mm-hmm. the first thing, the first week you're there they will sleep deprive you for like three or four days. It's like the shortcut to get Westerners into the first stage of enlightenment. Interesting. So you're telling me uh, fraternity hazing is like Buddhists? Well, <laughs> just well, the same here's, people? well, here's here's why it supposedly works. Because I remember I said, like, you don't need REM sleep. But if you deprive yourself of REM sleep for a long period of time, as soon as your body can get to it, it will just, fucking just overdrive Mm. on it it will just binge on it and that's where people tend to experience the most vivid crazy dreams yeah and like i don't know if you've ever just like i haven't had a good night's sleep and then you get a good night's sleep and you wake up and you're like holy shit i just yeah that that happens to me a lot when i'm like traveling touring and i'm you know not sleeping well and then i come home and i have a day a sunday Uh, you know and then i notice that when I nap at that time, oh yeah, 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 holy hell! That's when I have like yeah. crazy, crazy right. dreams. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it and you know another way of looking at it is like if I take melatonin, which I do sometimes take melatonin, like the whole nature of sleep is that the 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 pineal gland releases melatonin, but it does it at night. It does it at night, even if you're in a cave. Like they've put people sleep studies mm. down in like caves where there's no natural. So you light. Don't, you can't tell if the sun's out or not. Yeah, right? yeah, you can't. yeah. And 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 the the gland still is somehow connected to the circadian rhythms or what is mm. it? Is it yeah. Circadian? Yeah. yeah, circadian. Yeah, circadian. Yeah. Of the earth, and somehow it knows. Like the sun sets, and then there's this flood of melatonin from the pineal mm. gland that sends you into sleep. And the more that you get, the more deeper your REM sleep is. And like they think it's somehow that flood of melatonin is connecting us somehow to some sort of rhythm or wavelength mm. with the earth. Mm-hmm. And that's what that deep REM sleep mm-hmm. is. And so when you disrupt that, it's like your body sort of craves it. Mm. Or if you give yourself a big shot of melatonin at night, you'll have these wild ass dreams. Mm-hmm. Right now, what do they call that dreaming? L- lucid. Lucid, yeah, yes, because you can. I was getting into this for a bit because I was interested, mm-hmm. and yeah. there's people that believe that they can, you, you know, you, you're controlling yourself oh, in yeah. your dream, like you mm-hmm. have conscious dreaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's right. And now, is there a correlation between lucid dreaming and yes. REM dreaming? Yes. So here's where this gets very interesting: is that um, all of this ties into. Uh, a CIA-run project oh, tight. out of the out of the uh, <laughs> '60s into the '70s called the Gateway Project. Have you ever heard of it? No. It, it was it was sort of a spinoff of um, MK Ultra, which There's the the acid one. Yeah, yeah which mm-hmm. yeah, MK Ultra was for those listening who may not know. We talk about it a lot. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's somewhat entered into the the public domain at this point. Yeah, there was a show on Netflix about it. Right. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was... The guy it was that a... killed himself, right? There's like a, an agent that kills himself. Yeah. But they're like giving him acid without him knowing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they did that a lot to a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, the, the, in the post-World War II with Operation Paperclip, which is where like 
we just took in all these Nazi scientists and were like, you work for us, we'll forgive you. Mm -hmm. They wanted to find a mind control drug and the Nazis were like, well, LSD is it. Yeah. So they were just trying to mind control people. They've admitted to most of it. There's still some speculation that there were people like like Charles Manson was probably an MK Ultra subject mm. that they were trying to see if they could create serial killers or mass murderers. And instead, so, they just made one of the greatest folk singers of our generation. He's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, <if you're, laughs> yeah. Man, I've never so, listened to any of his. It's, does he have so songs that it's bad? It's so. Like, it's didn't he, so he sold good. a song to the Beach Boys? It, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, he yeah. did. But it's. It, I mean, I think that I think the Beach Boys kind of suck. At least it's. He's like the edgy Beach Boy. Yeah, it's like bad Beach. It's like a Beach Boys cover band with <laughs> darker lyrics, yeah. but still that upbeat. Yeah, yeah, it's like I don't know. It was Happy Beetle. I don't. Know. It's it's really shitty. <laughs> uh, okay, so so the so the Gateway Project grew out of MK Ultra because at that time the CIA just kind of had like free reign. Yeah, yeah. And all of this Cold was, a, War, all that. was yeah. eventually declassified in an FOIA request, and it was all the Gateway Project came out. But it was a a very systematic program to allow people through a combination of sleep deprivation and brain exercise to do a thing called hemi-sinking their brains, which allowed them to astral project. It allowed for lucid dreaming, and it triggered this alter state of consciousness which then allowed them in many ways to transcend what they, they said was the interacting energy fields of, of what is reality. That mm. like essentially reality mm. is an energy field that we perceive in our brain. Yeah. And it laid out very, very specific steps for its practitioners to sort of transcend that during sleep, during REM sleep was sort of... Okay, so this is only while you're... Sleeping. It's well, like you can astral project without sleeping. You, I think with the hemisync, and we have those all those audio files on our Patreon if you want to download them. Um, it allows you to just go in this meditative state right. without sleeping and, and do these things. Um, so when you say astral project, mm -hmm. I've heard this term before. Yeah. What does that mean exactly? So lucid dreaming is just controlling your dreams. And yep. um, this book I'll talk about later is you can study this and they put people in sleep. They're like, uh, lucid dream, we want you to look at your watch uh, yeah. in, while you're dreaming and you'll see them like doing the things. Then they'll be like, they actually did a study where they're like, we want you to come uh, at this certain time in your dream. Wait, seriously? Yeah. And they, like, they ejaculate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they're they like, okay, now we want you to come at this time in your dream. And they did it. And they're like, well, that proves that this shit's real. Cause we, Whoa. they did it. Wow. It's really interesting, and that's I some, can't do that awake. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I come every time I go to sleep, and I'm back up again. I'm like, this sucks. Uh, it's his book, Why We Sleep, which is pretty awesome, but it's got a lot of information. Um, but astral projection is basically interacting with dimensions, they say, and, yeah. and we're basically raising our vibration to raise up through levels of consciousness or the astral plane, and uh, lower than us would be considered hell, technically, because you're okay. lowering your vibration, and we're base reality beings that just operate at kind of a dumb level. Mm -hmm. But if we can raise our vibrational state, which is what the hemisync does, allows you to uh, kind of reach out and reach wow. these other areas. But if you astral project, you can go anywhere. Um, you can say, I want to go see what's happening on the moon. And people have said, oh, there's places like Area 51 or the places on the moon where there are psychic spies or like astral projection people that will stop you from going into places because they are doing the same thing right. and they're keeping you out of places. Meaning, like, 
you're astral projecting. Mm-hmm. You're in bed, but you're out. Yep. And then yes. there's somebody else astral projecting, mm-hmm. and now you're some asshole projecting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you stop and you use a gatekeeper, dickhead. Dick, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for dude. sure. So you're yeah. like battling other people. How does it yeah. stop you though? That's what I with like energy fields, or they just shoot you back to your body. They're like, because you're you're gonna run into someone that's stronger than you and knows more. Uh, one interesting thing is that people report that you can learn how to fight the way people fight in movies, like The Matrix, or like you can create right. weapons that you use. So if you want a yeah. big anime sword and you want to fight people in the astral plane, you can do that. What the fuck? If you it's, kill someone in the astral plane, what happens in real life? Is it like uh, the they, I think they just go back to their body. I don't think you can. I think there are ways you could probably kill die, somebody, but I don't. I don't. Again, you have to subscribe because to that's leave. what people have said in lucid dreaming is. I mean, because dreams don't obey the laws of reality and physics right. as we understand them. So once you can lucid dream well enough, you can kind of do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. And and then there's another method where you can sort of bleed into other people's dreams. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's like the like the next level of lucid dream. Yeah. It sounds a lot like that. yeah. And there's people on the astral projection subreddit. They're like, "Can someone just pull me out of my dream? I'm having a real hard time here." And people are like, "That's not that's, that's not, how it works. not how it works." Yeah, uh, but it is interesting just to see and hear people's experiences because people are like, "Why can't this be verified?" And they're like, "Well, what you're seeing is you may be on the moon, you may be seeing the moon, but it may not be the moon right now. It may be like what you're right. You're not necessarily seeing this point in time, right? Because it's interesting." Hmm. Because at the root of the the Gateway Project is this notion that it's very, very matrix. It's that, like, the universe is essentially a holographic projection. Yeah. And it's not what you project as the universe when you're awake. It's just one projection. Yeah. Yeah, there are a pretty common. Yeah. Yeah, and there's yeah. these multiple, you know, overlapping projections. And when you astral project, you're able to sort of travel onto these different planes of existence, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, and I think that it's related back to the sleep function because there's so much information that, that involves like REM sleep seems to do something that reconnects us to this plane of existence. Mm-hmm. Like it ties us back. Like think about how like, like the, the melatonin that we is released by a gland triggers us to fall asleep and it's tied down to the earth's you know the rotation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it is and so it's like it sort of resets you and you wake back up and you have these memories of being here and being in this stuff where it's like if you if you don't get that if or if you become conscious of what's going on during that it's almost like you start to see other variations of the universe that don't fit really well Mm. Like we've talked before about what are called um, thin places, which is a theory on how ghosts are, and it's sort of like we live in a parallel universe, and at some point they're real close together, and there's this bleeding that is almost like a liminal space. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's like it's almost like in that moment when you wake up during REM, you're seeing things, and science says, "Well, that's not real. You're just imagining in it." If you experience something and you see it, and lots of people see it, what's the difference between that and reality? That's what right. I don't really yeah, understand. Exactly. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you can well, because you can touch things. It's like, well, you can touch things in your dream. It feels real as hell. It does. It does feel real. I yeah. Mean, which again, it also is interesting because of what we talked about. Like, if you do certain drugs, which activate the same mm-hmm. glands that we're talking about and allow you to secrete the same chemicals into your brain. Mm-hmm although they're artificial, 
and all of a sudden you're seeing things like are those real or are those hallucinations right. or what's, you know, or so, are you tapping into another dimension? Right. Or are you yeah, tapping yeah. into another dimension? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, is that somehow like, Oh, like that's just as real as what you are. And if you don't sleep long enough. And again, like when you go, we talk, when you read about Zen Buddhism and the early stages of enlightenment, like the early stages of enlightenment, like reality just falls away. And you realize that the entire life that you've ever lived is just an illusion. Yeah, you know? yeah. And like that's just stage one. And like you yeah. know, there's those eight stages of enlightenment. Yeah. And like where you return to the source. But like mm. you know, like the the jump start for Buddhist is like we just don't sleep for three or four wow. days. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, you mentioned well, uh, DMT earlier. Have you done DMT? I have. And did you see like the machine elves and stuff like that or have a similar... See what? Machine elves that machine people elves. often report? Um, I wouldn't say I just saw elves. Mm-hmm. I saw um, black shadowy forms that mm-hmm. looked very human-like. Okay. Um, you know, they didn't have structure as far as like face or like no but they were like more like a silhouette yeah and would you Uh, compare that similar to like your sleep paralysis experience like the similar type of yeah yeah. i would actually Hmm. yeah i mean not exactly but similar for sure you felt the energy and you felt their intent yeah um and that's when dmt really started to freak me out oh yeah i was starting to you know the first i've done it maybe 20 times i'd Hmm. say the first 15 was very like oh colorful fractal light tunnel Mm -hmm. kind of calm serene feeling Mm -hmm. and then those last you know four or five times it was like oh okay now we're (laughs) getting to places where i'm i don't feel prepared oh yeah really understand or handle this did you feel did you feel like like sort of how you feel now in terms of experiencing something like you came to a you know, a, a studio that you've never been to before and you're talking to people that you've, you know, haven't talked to on mics before. And like, sure. Was it that kind of experience or did, did it feel like in that, um, that no. dream state that, that it people felt talk? more violating. Oh, okay. Um, but no less real. No, no. I mean, yeah. it felt real for yeah. sure. I yeah. Mean, like scary real. Yeah. Like not, it didn't feel like, Oh, it's a dream. No, it didn't feel like a dream. It didn't feel like a dream. No, yeah. it felt like I was like... Because yeah, I'm conscious that I'm dreaming. something else, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I, it, just being so unfamiliar. And then when I, when I started to feel and see um, other seemingly intelligent entities, that's mm-hmm. when I was like, 
I'm not ready for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I'm yeah. good. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I'm like, I'll wait till I die and we'll, fry, we'll go <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so that's crazy. I yeah. kind of, you know, and I, I've done all heavy doses of psilocybin, um, LSD, um, and I've certainly felt entities and seen things in those places, but it never, never so, um, close and like on top of me. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, I, I had an experience, uh, vicariously, I guess when my mom, uh, my mom had surgery recently and we were spending the night in the hospital with her. Like my sister spent a few nights and I went and spent a few nights and, uh, she was on some concoction of drugs like a painkiller or something? Yes. Yeah, there was a couple things. There was a sleep aid and a painkiller. Yeah. And, uh, like, uh, so I came in to sort of spend the night, and my sister had warned me. She's like, just be prepared. It's it's pretty weird in there. And, like, my mom was taught, like, full-on, hour-long conversations with people. And, like, I was trying to sleep, but it was just weird, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. and... At one was, it, point, was it, like, coherent in the sense, like, she was, like, it was, like, linear? She was, like, you could There were times follow. where, yeah, there were times where I could, like, one point, it was, I mean, she was clearly, because she was crying and talking to someone about, like, all the mistakes she had, like, made, she felt oh, guilt for. And, but, like, it was, like, intense. Yeah. Oh, man. And then... Like the the Irish people, she's she's Irish. I yeah, mean, uh, we're Irish, but so like at times she was talking to like, but like when I walked in, she was like like ancestors, sort of. Or? Yeah, like ancestors. She was talking to, and then at yeah. one point, like, you know, I don't know if I went to go get like coffee. I came back, and she was like, "Who's that?" And I'm like, "It's me, mom." And she's like, "Who? No, who's with you?" And I'm like. Mm. Yeah, uh, nobody's with me. So the next day, I talked to the doc. I'm like, hey, I don't know, but like, I don't know if I told you this, but she's having crazy hallucinations. Mm-hmm. And they were like, that like several doctors came in and they were like, can you explain what was happening? Because she's not on anything that has, there's no side effect for any of the drugs right. she's on that mm-hmm. should be, like, she's on drugs. Well, was to she. Make- like it was just like a deathbed situation, right? Yeah, that's what I, no, I texted I, him. I was like, "Well, how's it going?" I was like, "Dying." I don't want to tell you, he might be dying. Well, I, yeah, I, I the answer is it was not supposed to be. I mean, she had back surgery because she, she was in a lot of pain. Oh, okay. But she I, didn't end up passing. No, no, no. no. Okay. She's 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 still alive. But people uh, see relatives at like the day they're dying. They, yeah, they're yeah, like, so yeah. It's uh, that's why I was like, when you told me that, I was like, oh, I don't want to tell you this, but she might be dying. Yeah, and, that, I, and my yeah, and my sister had said like. She's not, she hasn't slept in days. Like, mm. she's like, and that's why, and that's what I said. My sister told me this. Y'all don't, y'all think she's asleep because she's not ringing the bell, but mm. like, she's not sleeping. Yeah. I was up mm. all night with her just like constantly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, I think it's, I think all of this is sort of related to this bizarre phenomena that we just fucking don't understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it definitely certainly seems like we're tapping into some other sort, you know, call it spirit world, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, I listened to a lot of Ram Dass, um, mm-hmm. and he had spent a lot of his life 
working with people that were dying sure and like sitting with people that yeah. were dying and sitting with people after they're you know they're dead and their bodies are lying there and kind of sounds like some of the what you just described is right. some of the things he would describe is mm-hmm. like really like you can tap into these mm. spirit world mm. other planes of existence whatever yeah. higher consciousness whatever you want to call it and uh it it does seem like sleep we're like we're doing that somehow yeah. within our sleep, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is cool. You know, you know the the it when the Buddhist sleep deprive people, there's this weird thing where they they put dead bodies in the room with you, and hmm. you know I think on one hand the smell probably helps you stay awake. Cause, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, and just being scared, maybe. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah, like, yeah. yeah, just being around death is sort of a, yeah, you know, freaky. Key, yeah. yeah, but but then, you know, maybe maybe what people experience in these moments is some, some glimpse of what the afterlife is, mm-hmm. where, like, it's, it, it's, it's some sense of consciousness... Yeah, but it's also very, very violating, disorienting. Mm. I mean, like we we sort of know how to live. Part of the reason why we know how to live is because we go to sleep every night. We wake up uh-huh. and our muscles yeah. are restored, and our brain has memories of what to do and who who people are. Yeah. But when that just sort of gets detached, maybe what people are experiencing is just a small glimpse of life after death. Yeah, yeah and I, I mean, back to you know the you bringing up Buddhist. Um, you know, they believe that there really isn't, when it comes to consciousness, that there isn't birth, there isn't death. Right, right. There's consciousness, like your consciousness, you know, your brain, your body, that's birth, that's death. But, you know, behind that is an, a watcher, they call it, mm-hmm. uh, an awareness. Right, um, right. And that never dies and is never born. Yeah. So maybe that's kind of what I think what you're getting at is like, yeah, yeah. you... you the afterlife is just you kind of becoming the one sure. consciousness that yeah. is all consciousness. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And we've talked at length yeah. about the pineal gland. Mm-hmm. I mean, Descartes thought it was the seat of the soul. Like yeah. it is this sort of like, like connected somehow to the eternal part, yeah. at least in ancient philosophies. But yeah. And that one consciousness also ties into the gateway project because the guy that, yeah, invented, I want to circle back to that. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to learn yeah. more about, not to cut you off. Oh, no, that's I'd like to hear you're going to say about that. But, um, yeah, I'd like to just kind of, what, how do, you know, what's the conclusion of the Gateway Project? Well, what did they kind of figure out? So, or how did they use it? Or, yeah. You know. Well, how they used it and how they said they used it are probably two mm-hmm. different things. I mean, uh, let me say this. Since the Gateway Project has become public information, at least what they released as public information, People have created like full on courses. Like you can you can take a course and go somewhere and they will teach you the methodology of hemisyncing your brain, which is essentially a way of aligning your brain so that you can transcend this yeah. holographic reality that we exist in. And During that's the sleep. Uh, or it's it's, it's in between. It's like in that weird yeah. in okay. between, like which is what again what I think like when you wake up during REM sleep and have par- paralysis. Yeah, that's what they. It's Atonia. It's like you're you're technically half asleep and half like okay. your your brain is. You are still asleep. Your brain is hyper awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's learning how to sort of tap into that space, Interesting. and then that allows you to uh, 
do a lot of different stuff. I mean, yeah. uh, there's a big manifestation guy. God, I can't think of his name right now. I read his book. He's he was around in the sixties, but he's he's not like a hippie type guy. He very like suit, oh. short hair. It's he not, would do talks. I mean, he was on like some of the main major networks, and it's not Robert Monroe. No, okay, he's the name. one that invented Hemisync. Yeah, and the Monroe Institute is who and still trains people. Thought today. that you could do manifestation. Oh yeah, when, and the CIA has a document about this. Yes, that, that's, that's what this Gateway yeah. Project was part of that that allowed you could manifest reality yeah, and so, change. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. So this whole guy was his whole thing was it's you know how to manifest through consciousness, um, and his whole thing was like the time to really do it mm-hmm. is when you are in this like phase where you're not quite asleep but you're not awake. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're still conscious, yep. and this is where you create your, yep. your reality. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's interesting. In that CIA document that was part of this Monroe Institute thing, they said, yeah, uh, consciousness is like a, it's like a fractal or whatever, and you can change your reality, but it doesn't happen overnight. So it's, it's like the closer not. you are to the reality that you want, the easier it is to get there. Sure. But you can, you can move mountains if you just focus on it. Right. It just takes a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, which sure. I think is interesting. And going back to the, the Monroe Hemisync thing, going back to one consciousness, his uh, his thought was that one consciousness in all of uh, reality is kind of like the roots of a tree. So like we're just one one person at the bottom of these roots, and it just all feeds back to that one consciousness, which I think is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, this kind of like your upload idea. Yeah, right. And and he's really interesting. He you can find talks of his, and the Monroe Institute still exists. Um, he's the guy that came up with the idea for the prison planet, which I don't know if you know about that, but yeah. he said he the was what? the prison, prison planet. planet. Yeah, prison planet. Yeah. So okay. he said he was doing astral projection. Uh, I think he was astral projecting and he got to a, and some reality that showed him that earth is a prison planet. And this is pretty far out there, but he's like, Oh, we're just trapped here. And, uh, some entity is using our fear and pain as their food food source yeah and it's called loosh energy which is ridiculous but that's kind of towards the end of his life that's what he discovered and he like he changed his whole mind on stuff he's like that's the yeah that i don't know if you ever heard of the reptilian theory that like we're secretly enslaved by a reptilian race but they they feed off yeah i've heard a little bit about you know is this is this kind of dig into the like politician or reptile yeah yeah and i think the far right's uh you know taking it over and it has made it about jews and shit like that but it's uh um, it's fun it's all good yeah yeah yeah, that's crazy you know what it also reminded me is that uh you know, we, we, we used to not, we used to have a different sleep cycle until artificial light became oh, yeah. standardized. Mm-hmm. Meaning like we would just follow the sun so, no matter what. So, so, so here's what happened. It's crazy is you would, you would go to sleep when it got dark because obviously like mm-hmm. you don't so like have 5 light. 5 p.m. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it changes during the time of year. But then the moon would rise and you would have this second waking. Yeah. And you, people would wake up. And f- like there were some people that would like go to parties and stuff, but it was also where people said like meditation and enlightenment were like v- like easier to achieve during that that second mm-hmm. wakefulness. Meaning, so you would the sun would go down, you you had your big fiesta, and now you're sleeping. You, yes, and then the moon. Gets- would, so yeah, so what you would have is you would have the restorative sleep, 
you'd have this period where you woke back up for like an hour when the moon was so bright, and then you went back to sleep, and then that second sleep hmm. was like the crazy-ass dreams that people would, would talk about. Interesting. Yeah, it's really crazy. And again, I think it all points to this, like somewhere between awake and a dream, mm-hmm. yeah. when our brain is, when, the, when yeah. we're using a certain part of our brain that we almost never, ever use, except with the use of certain drugs. Yeah. Something's going on. Yeah, and that period you talk about, um, I've mentioned this before in the pod, but there's this guy who wrote a book called The Phase, and there's a three-part, six-hour course that this guy ran that basically teaches you how to astral project in like one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wow. first... I watched the first section and that night I like my body was vibrating and I almost got there, which was pretty interesting. But he says, uh, go to sleep. And if you wake up the best time, wake up at five in the morning uh, when you naturally wake up, if you do that, and then go like hang out and read a bit and then go back, back to, to sleep, sleep. And that's the point when it's easier for you to astral project or hmm. do those things. So that's that like I have bad insomnia sometimes and I wake up at like two or three in the morning and I make the mistake of like, playing a crossword puzzle or something which active but then i've been able to go back to sleep lately mm-hmm. and today i did to like nine and that's when i had the craziest yeah. freaking dreams yeah. lucid lucid dreams mm-hmm. i didn't like where i was and i was like i'm getting the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you know like and it and you felt like you so you felt like you could kind of control it yeah yeah i could, I could you know i can't i can't control it 100 percent. i'm conscious of the fact that i'm dreaming the entire time yeah mm-hmm. But like, I just didn't like where I was, and so like I I got in my truck and I was driving away. But like the traffic was backed up, and I'm like, "You're in a dream. Why the fuck are you gonna sit in traffic?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. like, "I'm going this way." Yeah. I just drove through the mud, and, and nice. just, then it just got it got so wild. Do you use a totem ever to get into lucid dreaming? I, I've never used a totem. So I don't know if you know what this is. So like one thing they train you to do to lucid dream is like look at your watch yep, constantly that. during the day. And then when you're in your dream, you look at the watch, but the hands won't work right. Or yeah, like, yeah. So that points out that you're in a dream. Well, you can yeah. just go from there. What about, I'm curious about a couple different things. So first, what about reoccurring dreams, mm. which is something I go through a lot. Sure. Where And yeah. a, a reoccurring theme of a dream mm-hmm. yeah. is that I need to use my cell phone to mm. call somebody or text somebody something mm-hmm. and I cannot get the numbers to work right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's stressful as fuck. Mm. Damn. Yeah, and it's a reoccurring happen. thing. And I'm also uh, I'm also golf. I'm an avid, vo- mm. avid golfer. Nice. And Good place to live. I'm just putting a plug in for the rally. Yeah, a lot area. of good golf courses. Yeah. Amazing golf. Here. Pioneer. Right, Pioneer. Cool. I'm also a a professional golf caddy. Oh, nice. Um, oh, that's sick. So uh, there is a really nice course here. The the D, the Duke course, Duke University has Duke, a course mm, that has caddies. So yeah. if I were to live here, I, I would probably end up caddying there. Oh, that's nice. pretty sick. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we just really got <laughs> <laughs> But another reoccurring dream that I have, and it's another stress dream, is that I am on a golf course, and there's people waiting for me to go, and I can't, I cannot. I left the club I need on the other hole and I got to go get the club and then I can't find the club. And it's just like this, I have yeah. these dreams where I'm like trying to get somewhere mm-hmm. or contact somebody or account- do something. Yeah. And I just can't quite yeah. get, get it, it figured out. Damn. Yeah. And I always those. wonder like what trap am I in here? Well, this, uh, that book I mentioned, uh, why we sleep has this really interesting section in there about PTSD and why certain people can't 
get through and break through the other side of that. Yeah. It's because uh, part of your brain will not release a certain chemical based yeah. on your stress response. Mm. So you're basically just not able to clear your brain of that memory. Yeah. So it was, it probably had a, an experience like that in your life and you're just constantly sure. living that. Yeah. Right. And I have um, like a reoccurring dreams where I'm on stage and no one's listening. Oh, that's always fun. That's yeah. Fun. <laughs> where you're like trying to, and you, people are just talking and they're not even yeah. heckling. They're just fucking, they're just, they're, they're just, they don't even register that you're even, yeah. that you even exist, oh, yeah. which brutal. is way worse that's than being so heckled. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as a white comedian, I've experienced that working sure. all black in an all black room where yeah. they're like, nah, nah we're not. <laughs> you're not even here. <laughs> yeah, that's like, maybe that's where that's coming yeah, from. It might, yeah. I, I have the same dreams, but yeah, it's it's I used to have a recurring dream because uh, a friend of mine uh, I had done his website and I wasn't happy with how it worked. And it, right after that he became famous and like uh, became a huge musician and stuff. And for like 10 years, I had these recurring nightmares where I was just trying to like talk to him again and it would never be never good. Worked. And then I just happened to Damn. be in a situation where I saw him again and I thought he was mad at me. He came up, gave me a hug. That dream never came back. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 So it was just some sort of like yeah. pain or, or guilt or yeah. fear that mm-hmm. you're hanging on to. Yeah. yeah. I'm down. I'm down to uh, load the duty up with a dead body and stay yeah, awake for a it. few days and and uh, <laughs> and see what happens. But you got What you have to do is you have to stay awake and then get in that like that state of mind that like not quite asleep. Not which quite, would be pretty difficult to do if you're on like the third day. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, right. Out, you know? Hence yeah. the dead body smell, just to kind of keep you. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was that you're DMT. at some Buddhist retreat thing and in tibet and they put you in the cave and they came back and checked on you and you're just using the dead body as like stomach as a pillow or you you realize that you are the dead body oh shit and yeah you're like oh shit this was not what i expected <laughs> like, what's that smell oh it's shit, me me I'd so then what about you know there's a lot of uh, i've seen some stuff out there that like oh china in TikTok is using TikTok to, you know, fiddle with our, not only our minds, but just society in general and, and f- basically just fuck everything up in America. So how much, cause like last night I couldn't sleep and what TikTok. was I doing? TikTok. I was t- oh, yeah. scrolling it, it, endlessly it, yes. on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe some of these like gateway projects or some of these, you know, there's other intelligence communities you know spy communities that are like oh no we we know exactly what we're doing yeah with these apps yeah and that keep you know, fucking people sleep, sleep up, up. yes and, absolutely i mean yeah. uh right before facebook started the day that facebook started a government agency shut down that basically was creating a thing called project life log that was basically creating a, a log of everybody's digital personality online it's basically so they were tracking facebook. Yeah, yeah it was basically facebook yeah and then, and then they pulled the plug because they were like, we can't get around the Fourth Amendment. Yeah, interesting. And but then Facebook can. Facebook can mm-hmm. because it's a private entity. Yeah, and you opt into it. So they're like, gotcha. So, so yeah, I saw mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's definitely like these spy agencies. I had never really thought about it as like the best way to create dissonance and you know just out our throats is to just keep us all awake. Mm-hmm. You know, just agitated constantly. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because we're not sleeping well. Yeah, just endless booty shaking. 
Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's so much. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I can't know. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's how I go to sleep. I count booties. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever gotten on, have you ever scrolled for so long that the person comes on and tells you to take a break? I've not had that happen. Oh, man. Think. It's, it is the most humiliating moment. Is it the person she's like, look at your, you're like looking at her butt. And you're like, she turns around, like, stop this, stop. You it's not quite that bad, children. but it is like, like yeah. hey, hey, children, you need to take care of. Yeah, hey, you, you, yeah, you scrolling. You've been scrolling for a while. Maybe you should take a break. I don't Man. think I've had that happen. That's crazy. Yeah. What? That's got to be kind of a mind fuck for you, right? Oh yeah, and I just fucking scrolled right past. <laughs> you know, I just, uh, got time for you. You don't man. know me. <laughs> um, yeah. So I get back to the gateway. Yes. So what is it still? Going, what do we no, know? No, no, no. It, it was it was shut down. I mean, shut, quote unquote shut down. Shut, quote unquote shut down. But again, but the Monroe Institute still exists. Still they exists. still train people. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, all that information. I mean, there was just a period of time, a good 30, 40 years, where the CIA had kind of a blank check. Yeah. No oversight. And if somebody was like, "Yeah, you can ask Jack if you do this," they're like, well, "Let's let's let's test it." And they did it. Ex- I mean, it was an extensive program that yeah. well, worked. Wow. And the, it, well, I think what's so striking about the Gateway Project is reading these CIA documents of how matter-of-factly they talk about that reality is just a holographic projection sure. that we all share. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one amongst many. And they talk about it so nonchalantly, like, mm. like yeah, of course, yeah. we know this. And so. there's a really interesting video of the guy who I think the government had heard about the Gateway experience and sent uh, an agent to go do the experience and try it out. And you can watch this video online of him describing him walking into the building and doing the thing. And he said, I went to this room. I laid down on this like slab and uh, they put headphones on and Dr. Monroe was in the room next to me and he just like give me prompts and stuff. And then he said the room disappeared. Oh, he thought he felt he was rising up and he thought, well, that's a weird trick. They, and he thought the table was just rising and then basically everything disappeared. He basically had what you would consider a hallucinogenic experience where he was not there. Um, and then after the episode, he asked Robert Monroe, he's like, how'd you make the table go up? He's like, table didn't never ha- moved. Happen, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. And you can watch that. I'll post that on our, uh, yeah. our uh, episode. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They're designing experience now to sort of quantify some of this stuff. And they've, they've, they have kind of a contest and that they run every year for people to sort of push things forward and design experiments and to sort of, you know, Wild. move this forward so yeah that's where we i think where we are I mean, yeah like in terms of like so this thing just i want to go back just to make sure that people understand like you can google it it's a brand new study it literally came out the week that we're recording this uh, last week of january and it basically says that there is now a definitive link between the more you sleep the more regular you sleep the less likely you are to believe in yeah bigfoot aliens sure. all sorts of things the let the less the more irregular your sleep the less you sleep in general, the more likely you are to believe in it. Um, and I don't know. I know. I I just think that that the correlation does not really answer the question of causation. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not sure that if like, you know, the less you sleep, are you more likely to do drugs? And if you're more likely to do drugs, right, right. sleep less. Sure. Or are you more there's likely gotta, there's to open be a mind? ton of other variables, right? Yeah, so, yeah. but it is there, and I think it's worth sort of pursuing on mm-hmm. on a variety of levels that's my that's my final thought okay not, yeah i'll give mine and then uh, you can go ahead steve um yeah i we talk about this a lot consciousness and the gateway experience and all this stuff we talk about a lot and i think it's interesting that there's studies coming out now that, that are kind of pointing to these things that we've known about for years that i've talked about for years um i'll be curious to see if these scientific journals ever overlap with this other data right and they're finally like oh actually let's 
talk together and um, kind of figure stuff out together as opposed to working in silos and trying to figure out different reasons on this end and different reasons on this end. Do you think, do you think that like at a, on a fundamental level that if you say to a scientist and let's say it's an open-minded, you know, really sort of mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. philosophical physicist or someone who's open to conceptual sure. stuff. And, and you say, what if I told you that this was that reality was one holographic reality that, mm -hmm amongst many that like some degree i feel like as even an open-minded scientist would be like i can't i can't think i can't imagine a world where physics work this way mm -hmm. and then you're going to tell me that in another universe physics work a completely different way but they're yeah. discovering that i mean well, i know they are but i think that's why it's hard for them yeah i think it's why the fucking sleep paralysis has to be a hallucination and not a real right, experience right. because it opens up Pandora's box. Which yeah. is like, but yeah. isn't that what quantum physics? Yeah, it, it, it is. is. Yeah. And the yeah. Gateway Project was built upon the early f theories of quantum entanglement. Yeah, that yeah. that we now know they they didn't know it anywhere near what we know now. That like, sure, there are particles in our world that are entangled with particles light years away. Yeah, yeah. that seems somehow so fucking to, wild. Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting too. But I, well, you say you uh, wonder if scientists would be fine with that. I think scientists should just say. I know what I'm studying exists in this world. There could be other things somewhere else. Why does that affect what I'm doing here? Because I have the data that says what I'm studying is real here. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you why they don't want to say it. Because anytime a scientist says, well, we know that works in certain cases here in this yeah. Then the fucking yeah. crazies go like, exactly. hey, man, that's what I said. It's reptiles. The earth is flat like, on Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah, so it's like that, that's why they don't say yeah, it. Yeah, it makes sense. Because yeah. it's like. What are y'all not telling you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so, a scary world. It is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's it's and that's I think it's part of like, yeah, I think that's why. Yeah, it makes sense. Sometimes scientists take almost dogmatic mm -hmm. approaches to truth when they know and scholarly and you know conversations that like well that may not always right. really be true and that's why yeah. graham hancock's getting into trouble all the time because yeah. scientists are like well that can't be it's like well how about you just ask questions yeah you know? right yeah, yeah. So. let's go the thing that i keep thinking about is so you know aliens are becoming more and more mm -hmm. of in our own like even in just like uh, mainstream media yeah, it's becoming yeah. more and more like oh this is looking like this is something's out there mm -hmm. but yeah it makes me like all this stuff we're talking about these like, you know, other planes of it, of consciousness and tapping into these different things is that this theory that they're here, mm -hmm. they're just beyond the wall of yeah. what yeah, you're yeah. saying right, or right. our, our projected yes. hologram, I think is the yeah. term you use. Yeah. Um, they're all, they're here. They're mm -hmm. right here. Yeah. We just don't, we just, right. our perception is just not picking yeah. them up. Yeah. And, um, that seemed to me that makes the most sense. Yeah. There's all these other dimensions mm -hmm. that we're not yeah, able to does. tap into. Yeah. 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 And that's what some of the UFOlogists have said is like, oh, they're, they've been here. They're here. They're next to you right now. You just don't see them because it's in yeah. the way that you don't see uh, infrared or you don't see other wavelengths. They're yeah. just on a wavelength where we can't, can't see with see our it. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Or perceive with And then our... for whatever reason, mm -hmm. sometimes they come through yeah. into this. Sure. Yeah, I guess it's not a coincidence that REM it does involve your eyes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your eyes are clearly doing something. Yeah, yeah. And you're clearly seeing things if you wake up during that time mm -hmm. that 
are probably perceptible when you're if you could turn that if you could literally flip a switch and be like turn my those wavelengths on you'd probably go fuck there's people sitting right yeah yeah creatures right there yeah but that would be i mean honestly that would be insanity yeah like if you you wouldn't want to walk around this world perceiving things that only you perceived i would Mm -hmm. like to know if uh there's someone here listening and our if our podcast is doing better Better somewhere else we want to count those numbers yeah i like the stats for uh the other dimension (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, we're huge in the astral world. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if yeah, you want to take that man's ad revenue, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Well, I've been. I don't know how much time you guys. Yeah, have. Yeah, we. Yeah, what you got? You want to? Well, I've just been. It's interesting because I've been reading this this book called "The Secret History of the World," and it's all about ancient religion and yeah. secret societies and like what the Freemasons really oh, believe yeah. mm-hmm. and um, like what they what their version of the history of the creation of the universe mm-hmm. and the creation of humankind and all these ancient religions and how what what they were all saying and what what are the similarities between some ancient civilization yeah. mm-hmm. in this part of the world compared and one of the stories that keeps coming up is that you know humans human consciousness and even our bodies the evolution isn't exactly how science is kind of right. the story they've told yes. us and i'm not saying i believe this i'm mm-hmm. just this is just what this this particular author has studied and found and the idea being like we like our pre-human form as we were like evolving into what we are now mm-hmm. our skulls and bones were not hard our so our, our craniums our brains were had much more access and this is the whole the- third mm-hmm. eye theory sure right? yeah and then so when we had our third eye when that was all open we were right there with the spirit world we were right mm-hmm. there with perceiving these other dimensions and as the planets started to um fixate in the position or stay in the positions they are now it our bones started to harden our material world started to harden and as those things happen our craniums hardened our third eyes were closed up we no longer could see the perception we can no longer perceive Hmm. all of these other dimensions and gods and that's why they're like oh well that's what the story of like zeus and all these like yeah right 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 half god half human right these mythical mythical characters and Mm -hmm. um you know, it's no, that's why we saw them then, and that's why we don't see them now. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, they do yeah. say, like, when you're a kid, you're like a sponge, and then you hit a certain age, and it just stops, and you're, right. you're kind of stuck in place. Yeah. And so it doesn't surprise me that evolutionary we could go that way. Yeah. And also, I think early on, when Tom DeLong was trying to bring the UFOs to the forefront, he's people have kind of discredited him now, just he's a little out there. But um, he said, when you think of uh, UFOs and who we're dealing with, it's not aliens, it's like lowercase gods it's it's not god but it's like yeah. the ancients so it's, our our right. the people we're dealing with technically the people that had more power hmm. and do they still exist somewhere whether it's in the oceans whether it's somewhere else hmm. um so yeah wow that's all mind blowing yeah i mean like yeah, what I you said it. sounds like a prison like that we were mm-hmm. we had this sort of free existence that allowed this and then you know, the hardening of our bodies and craniums and things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds like we've been imprisoned to, you know, the 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 very corporal reality of this world. So yeah. Stay yeah. soft, people. Don't get hard. 
That's hilarious. You have a final thought? Anything you want? I think that's it. I think man, I, that's great. Man. Yeah, that was yeah. Cool. Well, I, this has been really fun. I'm glad. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure when you when you had the topic at first. I was like, well, I don't know much about this, but it's really spilled into a lot of things. Yeah, that yeah. I have thought about. Yeah, it. yeah. So, and before cool. we 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 get out of here, where can folks who are listening? Where can they where can they follow you? And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, my Instagram is probably the thing that I'm the most active on, and that's Comic Gillespie. I have a ton of clips on there. My YouTube channel is Gillespie Comedy. Um, that has a bunch of stuff on there. Uh, I have all my tour dates and stuff you can get through that. I have a website GillespieComedy.com um, that has my tour dates, and I'm touring constantly, always, and probably forever. So <laughs> come check me <laughs> nice. out. I got Definitely. I got three albums uh they're on spotify and pandora and right. other places that you can find yep that stuff um yeah yeah so yeah right. and uh you know he'll be around raleigh and uh performing in the north carolina area so catch yeah i'm doing show. some stuff in april i think i'm at the i'm in greensboro at the idiot box on the 22nd or 21st nice. one of those two and then I'm doing some of those uh, Matt Dameron oh, yeah. brewery yeah. shows. Matt, so, uh, yeah. You'll be hearing more about Matt Dameron soon. That's right. A little secret coming up. But, uh, mm-hmm. he, oh, nice. Yeah. He's actually an alien. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't slept ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's just say he's making a delivery tomorrow yes. that we will announce at the Do next you guys- episode. I got it. Since this is the conspiracy type show, I have to. Do, are you guys into any sort of sports? I have one good sports Ooh. one. That oh I yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I do love uh, a sports conspiracy. Okay, yeah. so you guys have heard of Michael Jordan? Yeah, I have heard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know where this is. North going. Carolina guy. One. Oh, do you? It's about his re- retirement, the two years he took off. Well, it, it all ties together. Okay, oh, okay. So his de- his father was murdered. Yeah, that's father not a was conspiracy. Murdered. No, no, I agree. But. The theory is that he was murdered because of his because of Michael Jordan's gambling. Oh yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. I know, yeah. Um, and then that he was gambling on games yes. in the NBA, and the NBA was like, "You gotta." We they obviously couldn't ban him for life because oh, he was, right. he was the, the greatest. Superstar. He saved the league. Yeah. yeah. So they were just like, "You gotta go away." Oh, for, wow. and that's when he went and played baseball. Wow, I was, believe that a hundred percent. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, it, I believe I mean, in the murdering of his dad. It's never it's like yeah, yeah his dad was murdered and then nothing like they didn't, no, no right. one ever it talks weird, about yeah. it or like why it, or it what is. the hell happened. Even, yeah, you know? it's like he was just sleeping in the his car on the side he of the road. He was sleeping off I ninety five in the most dangerous part of North Carolina at the time. Oh, this happened in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. lumbered. Oh, North I always Carolina. forget that yeah. Jordan was yeah. around this yeah, area. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I remember long before his dad was was murdered. Like my parents, like. You do not get off Interstate 95 at these these places. What, wow. what part of the area? It's like south. It's like south of Fayetteville, almost near the border of South Carolina. Okay. A lot of drugs moved through there. Like it was like a meeting point. Yeah, oh, okay. 95 People, is like the it, big It hub. wasn't the only person that had, was killed there. Oh, okay. It's like 95 ran through and like people from Miami would meet right Got in these it. towns. And they're just like, don't stop there. Like you don't like you don't. It off on so that. why the hell was, was he doing there? Yeah. Well, that does, that's the whole thing. It's he like he pulled over to get murdered. Everybody knew. Everybody knew that in North Carolina at the time. Yeah, yeah. He didn't stop at those exits because so maybe he just didn't actually stop there. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. No, no I yeah. think that was. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he's gonna sleep. Michael uh, Jordan's yeah, gonna, dad is yeah. gonna be his like seventy-eight year old dad. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Speaking I mean, of seventy-eight year old dad. Oh yeah. Right. Probably right. here. No, that's fine. Listen. Yeah. This has been a blast. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Steve. One. This has been Hope awesome. Hope to have you back. Hope to have you on a show. Be on a show with you soon. And until then, this has been Conspiracy Beer. Me, I'm still Justin. I'm Shane, and this was Steve Gillespie. Peace. Peace. <laughs>
Thanks, guys. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome.